Hallelujah. This is Grace Life Komi Podcast coming to you under the umbrella of Chimde Honor Ministry International. You are welcome to this episode. May you be blessed as you listen. God bless you. second day of um, yes 2022 youth enlightenment summit um, yesterday was a great start and we thank God for what we learned yesterday um, actually scriptures are given for our examples so we may be able to understand the ways that the Lord has put in place for us and for us to be able to lead the life that God has in store for us you know when, when, when we look at characters in the Old Testament they actually help us understand a lot that you know the New Testament is trying to explain this this summit is remember your creator um, and uh, we, we have we looked at the the anchor scripture yesterday beloved you are listening to grace life comey podcast a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you. Jesus is Lord. Because God will never find our lost. God will find his will. And so they have to start taking loans upon loans upon loans upon loans upon loans. And then that's where the challenge lies. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, it's possible to live without loans. It's possible to live without financial pressure. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Very possible. Very possible. But some of the times, because we don't understand these things, it becomes a challenge to us. Praise God forevermore. Now, this is hinge on the fact that you can never know a woman well enough or predict her. Only God can. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why it's better to wait than to date. Are you getting me? Only God can predict a woman and know her. Give your strength to knowing God as a young man, knowing yourself, knowing your God-given purpose and vision, and in God's time, he will bring the woman who knows him and the woman that you can know to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, our, chat, our quest should not be to give our strength to women. Because women, you cannot know a woman. You cannot predict a woman. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Now, we must realize something. That when God made Eve, eh, she was in Adam. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just he said, um, male and female created them and called them what? Adam. Are we together? He made male and female together and called them Adam. Are you getting me? When God made Eve, she was in Adam. So that means Adam was not there. Are you getting me? Adam did not even know the whole making process spiritually of Eve. She was in him spiritually. Are you getting what I'm saying? So Adam did not know the whole making process. Adam did not know anything about Eve, though she was in him. Now when God went to now make her physical, what did God do? He made Adam to what? Sleep again. So when God was now making her physical, 
Ada was also absent. When he was making her in him spiritual, he was absent. It was not the breath that made him, made him a living soul. He did not know what was happening in him. The breath came. Are you getting what I'm saying? God had finished everything. He now put breath. Adam woke up and stood up and said, okay, this is me. But there was somebody in him. Now, he was not present. He, was not with, he, was, he didn't work with God to create Eve in him. For God to make Eve a physical being, God had to put him to sleep to second number two. So he didn't work with God to make Eve physical. He didn't know anything about Eve coming out physical. All, it, when, all happened that when God finished creating Eve physically, God woke him up and he said, wow, this is flesh of my flesh and bone. So the dynamics of Eve was not known to Adam. It was known to God. And why did God do it like that? So that man can focus on him. The one who created the woman. The one who knows the woman. The more we know God, the more we know ourselves, the more we can know the woman. That is a simple principle. So when, when your strength is given to trying to know a woman, you have just wasted your strength for that. And when they gave relationship principles, one thousand and one questions to ask, two million questions to ask. My brother, no matter the questions you ask, eh, I tell you the truth. This person was created when you were not yet a living soul in you. Number two, when the person wanted to be made a physical being, you were made to sleep. You were not in the picture from the beginning to the end. The only person that can help you know this person is the creator of the person. So just seek to know the creator. Seek to know the creator more. The more you know the creator, the more you know yourself. And before you know the Lord, the same creator will bring a woman that you can know. Because a woman that you cannot know can never be your helpmate. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not saying you can know her in totality. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you can be knowing her. You can be knowing her. Have you not met women that you cannot know at all? They are there. They are there. You cannot know them at all. Why? The reason why you cannot know them at all is because she's not meant to be your help. Me. Simple. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why we must wait on God. Young men must wait on God. Now, this is two way. We're just looking at Solomon from the male perspective. You know, the men were doing that. This two way also. The, the females too. You don't give. You don't give your strength to men. Focus on God. You don't give your strength to the latest phone. Many ladies have wasted their destiny on latest phone. They have wasted their destiny on Brazilian hair. I saw somebody say something once say, ladies, please stop wasting your time on Brazilian hair because we the guys, we don't know the difference between Brazilian hair and good hair. You know, both straight. They have wasted their destiny on many nonsense. I know the funny thing, the man that wants to actually marry you, does not care that your hair is bone straight or, or coily. Are you getting what I'm saying? What he cares for is virtue, not bone straight. And because he knows that when we begin to build the marriage, bone straight will not make any difference again. Bone straight will not determine whether you'll be a good wife or not. So that's it. I see they, they just they give their strength. I see some, some ladies give their strength to, to a guy. He said, I just, I, you know, just remind you of what somebody told me. <laughs> Pay me my money. You have paid part of my money. Say you, you, are, you, you are not you are not paying the part because you are not sure. A guy say wants to marry you, 
And so, you know, you cannot trust me. When I hear people say, ladies say that kind of thing, I say, you are confused. Really confused. Say, you know, you cannot trust me. No, say, he may change his mind. So I don't know. He said he wants to marry. He said he wants to pay on my head. I know when I hear those kind of statements, there, like you're a village person, so you don't, you don't, you know, maybe you can change his mind, you cannot imagine. So that's why I'm not sure yet. Why will you be in a relationship you are not sure of? And yes, some they say they, they gave the guy gave her engagement ring for six years. It's not engagement ring, it's bondage he gave to her. It's not, it's bondage. It's bondage. What was your other nonsense? Say you have been in courtship. For 10 years, are you okay? You, the lady, are the one that has a problem. Why must you give your strength to a man like that and finish all your strength for one man? If you give God that kind of time, you will see a man that will come sharp, sharp, and tell you the Lord say, and he will not waste time. Let's not stay for that. The strange woman should be avoided all through your life because of her, because she's deception personified and she releases deception via her mouth. You see, women, we've seen how you should not even give your strength to women as uh, the mother of Lambert instructed Lambert. Now, what about the strange woman? The strange woman is under special on her own. She is deception personified and she releases her deception through her mouth. Proverbs 22 verse 14 says, the mouth of a strange woman is a deep pit. A deep pit. It says, he that is abhorred of the Lord shall fall therein. So when God abhors you, that's where you end. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So I'm not saying that God abhorred Solomon. Solomon made himself abhorred. That's where you end. I know Solomon was strong. Only one strange woman can bring you into the pits. Then Solomon loved many strange. So Solomon was in many pits. Man, that guy. He had a strong function. I get what I'm saying. And you see, you see, some men have viewed their life with just the one strange woman. One strange woman walks into their life and everything gets all messed up. Everything's messed up. I get what I'm saying. The Solomon did not just love women, he loved strange women. And this was his greatest undoing. Lust will always show up to detract and distract young men so they could channel their love for God to women. That one also is to show up to distract and detract young men so they can channel their love for God toward women. Not only to women, we just use the lust of the flesh as the first example. You get what I'm saying? But we have the lust of the eyes there. The things that are pleasing. You know that some people they are just so, you know, um, okay, uh, in one of us, she was like, said, was this, she was in you know, these uh, games, one of the games, you know, those kind of games. Right? She said, the lady was winning, 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 winning. You know, twenty thousand dollars or whatever. She was just winning. And the point I asked her, okay, now this money, when you get it, what are you going to do with it? She said, she said, for wedding. <laughs> he said he was. In fact, it was very impressive the lady how intelligent she was. Said, but when she gave that statement, he felt so destabilized by it. So you mean you are being building all your intelligence just for one day, one event. You lavish all the money there and that's the end of life. So there is no vision at all. Are you get what I'm saying? There's no vision. We have been telling people that the wedding is an event. The marriage is the main thing. 
You know, some people are what they are telling us is drama. It's drama we are speaking. It's drama we are speaking. For them, they still want the wedding. And you know the funny thing about it? They do the Cinderella wedding on Saturday, and on Monday, they see themselves in court for divorce. So, what was the purpose of the Cinderella wedding? You see, these things, some of the times, we just look at it and we think that they are just things that are, you know, um, 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 as simple as that. But they are not very simple, though. They are not very simple. This is just the devil that has succeeded in making people challenge their lost wrongly. So I'm just dreaming. All my dream, my vision in life is just to have a Cinderella with it. So after Cinderella with what next? No, people would say my vision in life is to travel abroad. So when you travel abroad, what next? What next? So for I will live 40 years of my life dreaming of going abroad. What next? And that, that is just simply a, your loves that have been channeled wrongly. So all the natives that have used to seek God, to search for God, to love the Lord, to just, to just enjoy God, are easy to dream of a dream place. And see, I always tell people, you know, I never plan to live outside my country. I get what I'm saying? I didn't have a dream house. I didn't have a dream car. I think now I don't have a dream house. I don't have a dream car. I, I get what I'm saying? The only dream I have is to serve the Lord. Uh-huh. And this is where, where we have to be very careful. Praise God forevermore. If young men fall to this detra- distraction, they trade the wisdom of God for short-term pleasure, which destroys them. And what leads to, what made Solomon start seeking for, looking for wisdom, was that he traded the wisdom of God for short-term pleasure. And when he traded it, he began to see that there was wisdom there, but there was no fulfillment. Because don't forget, the Bible is speaking that kings came to meet Solomon, and when he spoke with his wisdom, they were paying money for speaking. Hey, what kind of a wise man is this? But how is somebody with that level of wisdom still keep looking for wisdom? It means that it was there, but he traded it for short-term pleasures, and it made him have a vacuum in life. It begins to destroy you. I get what I'm saying. I see a lot of Christians that by grace they are trading the wisdom of God. Because they call it grace, so they use grace as an excuse. They are trading the wisdom of God for many short-term pleasures. And the, the, the basis on which they do that is by the grace of God. Are we together? Yes. But you see, this creates a void. No matter how you do it, it will keep creating a void. Man, God wants us to love Him. He wants us to love our neighbors, which includes a general love for both men and female. I get what I'm saying? He wants us to honor our father and mother. That means we should have a, a reverential love for our mothers. Are you get what I'm saying? And then he wants us to love our wives as he loves the church. Not women or strange women. So you have a general love for your neighbors. Are you get what I'm saying? You know, about your neighbors here. Yeah. It includes your brothers and your sisters. Philanthropists, Philadelphia love. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you love male and female, it should be equal. Are you getting me? Praise God forevermore. When we love our mothers, it should be a love that is with honor. Bible says, honor your father and your mother. You should love your mother in an honorable way. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Above all, you have to love the Lord. I would say what did you say? What did the rest man say? Lord, that's what love the Lord thy God. He told that I have. He told that friend. He told that man. And that shall love thy neighbor as yourself. And then, 
we are to love. See, we love our neighbors as ourselves. But you love your wife the way Christ loved the church. Is it? There are two different kind of love. I say he loved the church and what, and he gave himself for her. So the way I love my wife is not the way I love my sister. It's not the way I love my mother. I love my mother with honor. I hear what I'm saying. But the Bible never tells me that I'm to give my life for my mother. I love my sister the way I love myself. I love every woman out, every woman outside the way I love myself. But it's only my wife I'm to love the way Christ loved the church. And I'll be able to give my life for her. So, this is the base on which we love. Not giving ourselves to women and to strange women. This was where Solomon had a little challenge. You see, these dynamics of love, you see, we're going to see it now, these dynamics of love, if you don't understand it, you know where you go anywhere. Somebody says something once, he said, some of us, we have actually turned daughters to, to um, fiancés, to fiancés, and at the end of the day, we lost respect. In other words, somebody that God brought for you to mentor, are you getting what I'm saying? You now started mentoring and started proposing. You now, you now said you mentored her and entered a relationship with her and you lost your respect. You may not have had sex with her, you get what I'm saying? But the moment you leave your place of mentorship into a relationship of working with my building to marriage, you lose your respect. But if you stay in the place of mentorship, are you get what I'm saying? There's a respect that is accorded. No, the, the, the ladies who are respected, who are mentored, who there's a respect they accord with you today. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you must know the one that is you are meant to mentor and relate with in a marriage terms. You must know the one you are to mentor as just a mentee and keep her there. If we don't define this love way, we will have a lot of problems. And I think someone had a problem. We had a lot of confusion. And you know the funny thing? When they all come in, they all look like it. They look like it. They look, they all, you see, don't deceive yourself, young man. I'm talking from experience. They all look like it. You all see, there's one thing you see this one that you like. There's nothing you see this one that you like. There's nothing you see this one that you like. Yeah, yeah, you see different things you like, but it's not about what you like. It's about the one that God has created that you can know. Marriage is about the one that you can know. You may like something in this one, but can you know that one? So some 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 some, some young Christian men they have ended up going after what they like, not what they can know. At the end of the day. With all their honor and respect, they may lose the respect because they went after what they liked, not what they could know. And so this is very important. I think Solomon, this was where he missed it. Are you get what I'm saying? He didn't understand this definition, so he just went out loving a strange woman. The way he was not meant to be loving strange women, just loving, loving them, loving them. Love it, praise God forevermore. Alright, now, the love for God is the antidote to the love for strange women. And in fact, the love for women, anyhow, 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 love is very dangerous. It's very, very, anyhow, love is very, 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 very dangerous. Boundaryless. Boundaryless love. 
man. Before you know, you have just wrecked everything. You have wrecked yourself. You have wrecked the religion. You have wrecked the you have just You have just made a mess of everything. And you're like, what's happening to me? You've wrecked everything. You've messed up everything. And, and some young Christian guys have fallen into this trap time to time normal. They've, they've messed up everything. The love for God is the attitude. It will make you know clearly are we together. Number two was adventure. Adventure. Solomon experimented with his life by seeking to know wisdom, madness, and folly. We saw that yesterday. And that was a dangerous... This was um, adventurous to him. Thought it was his adventure, but it was also very dangerous. You don't seek... We just understood that he deteriorated from the love of God to the love for women. That's why he's not seeking for wisdom when he actually had wisdom. I don't understand how you start looking for what you have. No, the level is that you start looking for a lower version of what you have. It's what brings about that is when you channel the love of God wrongly. You start looking for a lower version of what you have. Not, it's not even a lower version. You start looking for the opposite of what you have. All right. And I gave my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I perceive that this also is vexation of the spirit. Solomon never needed this because he already had the wisdom of God. Is that not so? Why should I go and experiment madness and folly when I already have the wisdom of God? And I'll go and experiment the wisdom of the world. You see, see, sometimes when people they, they don't work for some things, they have the time to experiment. But if you suffer like people like us, as I've been suffering since, the moment the Lord made me to blow, I will not have time for experiments. You see, if you have experimented all through your life, even with the wisdom of God, the way you have been following the Lord, you are still, you still look like God is using you to do trial. Are you get what I'm saying? When you finally get it right, you will not have time for any further experiment. But when it looks like everything came on the platter of gold for you, you didn't never experimented anything. Oh, Solomon, what was there? His father told him, I prepared the gold for the gold, the silver for the silver. I prepared the silver, uh, go to King of Aram to, to get uh, merchandise. And there, there, there's wealth for you to build the temple. There's wealth. So Solomon never needed to, to experiment to get anything done. He never needed to work out anything. Are you getting me? Yes. That's why he had the time to be doing unnecessary experiments. But if some of if we, if, if you are like people like us that have been pushing things, when you get it done, you will not experiment any nonsense. Are we together? The wisdom of God prevents us from having avoidable experiences and adventures. Very important. The wisdom of God prevents us from having what? Avoidable experiences and adventures. See, the adventures you can avoid and you will see, you will see succeed avoiding them. The experiences you can avoid and you will see succeed avoid. See, one thing I hate in life is experiences I can avoid. You know the painful thing? Even some experiences that we, we are not to avoid, they cause us pain because God needs them to put something in us. Even me, I don't like the ones that cause us pain. Even me, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yes, God says I must go through it and I'm going through it. Sometimes I say, God, why couldn't I even jump this face? But then what about the one that you are meant to avoid? You, you then carry your legs and then tie to it. Ah, we have so much time now. People like us that don't have time are crying. No, no time again. We don't have that time. This is why the wisdom of God gives peace, joy, productivity, efficiency, and gives and prolongs one's life. Ecclesiastes 7 verse 7 says, For wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Wisdom gives life. It gives life. 
It gives life. This personally gathered wisdom gave Solomon experience which he used to build his life and the results were visible. You can see that this wisdom went to gather for himself and the folly and madness. They, he used them to build his life and receive the results. You can see the results in the book of Ecclesiastes. Confession here and there. Confession here and there. For the child of God, life is not built on experiences. It is built strictly on the world of God. Are we together? Yes. Life is not built on, you see, I have been saying, God, God, I have finished giving to this people. I have finished giving. But the one I was coming to God, I said, God, I know it's not easy for me. But I'm still very open to you. You see, sometimes when I feel the pain of how much I have, I have sacrificed, sacrificed for people. And yet it looks like it has been counterproductive. I just feel like, ah, I mean, let me just focus on the Lord. You know? But you know the funny thing? Focusing on the Lord is actually, his, you are focused on your first you have to, to, to bless people. And, I, and you have to be open to him for time. And I just said, okay, Lord, I'm open. I'm still open to you. So that, that's one of the high, hardest prayers to pray when you've been through a lot. But you just have to still pray it. Lord, I'm, I'm open to you. I'm still open to you. you. You know why? Because we are not meant to build our life on our experiences. Do you know, is if you build your life on your experiences, you may close some doors that God is opening. Yes. Because human beings will always be human beings. Experiences will always come. And their purpose is to make you, to, to make you get away from God's plan for you. So we don't build our life on experience. We build our life on the word of God. Also, we do not teach experiences as students of God's word. We teach strictly Jesus. out there, you've not made Jesus your Lord and personal Savior, um, I would want to invite you to make this decision. It's the best decision you can make in your life. And I encourage you to do it. Now, if you want to make this decision, please say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that you died for me. And on Calvary's tree, you shed your blood to take away my sins. Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. I make you my Lord and personal Savior. Because you chose me, I choose to serve and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray for you, Lord. I pray for everyone who has made this decision. Thank you for receiving them in the beloved. And thank you for giving them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of their life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number 033-154-551-2013. Swift code M B G H G H A C to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number. 033-254-551-2017 To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria, account number 554-102-0592 Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132
O-R. Send us an email via chimdiohahunaministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. Wow. Beloved, thanks for listening to Grace Life Komi Podcasts. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Komi on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimdi and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit chimdioahunaministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through ministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.